Tonight on Business Life, Finance Minister locked up in meeting with MPs as he tries to rally support for the mid-year budget review statement on Monday. We'll tell you more. Also, Fitch Solutions predict a policy rate of 22% by the end of next year, adding Ghana will reach a debt deal with its external creditors by the second half of 2024. Plus, economist Dr. Ishmael Yamsin describes former sanitation minister's $1 million saga as disappointing because of impact on savings culture in the country. There's worries, but I, I was disappointed. These and more coming up shortly. Please stay with us. Thanks for choosing us. Former president of the Ghana Association of Banks, Al Hassan Andani, wants government to implement policies to improve the banking sector and the media budget review. According to him, more confidence is needed within the financial space post the domestic debt exchange program. Hence, government and the central bank must be proactive in saving the sector. He spoke to Joy Business. I mean, my expectation out of the mid-year review is for government to do whatever they can to build confidence around their own paper, which banks hold in large quantities and which is impacting the balances of banks and also companies that have invested in this. So for me, the mid-year budget should be coming out with policies as to how government is improving its credit posture, its credit you know, reliability so that people can see some regrets you know, of uh, the the, the write-downs that they have taken in, in terms of uh, the defaults that uh, we've witnessed in the last uh, 24 months. Now, Fitch Solutions is predicting that the Bank of Ghana would cut the policy rate by 600 basis points to 22% by the end of next year. It also believes that Ghana will reach a dead deal with its external creditors in the second half of 2024. Here's more in this report. The UK-based firm is attributing this to the downward trend in inflation from the fourth quarter of this year. Inflation, it said, will average 17.1% in 2024 due to high base effects mostly in the first half of 2024 and exchange rate stability. This, it believes, will put interest rates in a positive territory. Fitch Solutions also expressed optimism that Ghana will reach an agreement with its external creditors by the second half of next year. 
This should provide tailwinds to the exchange rate and further limit imported price pressures. It added that real GDP growth will remain well below trend on the back of fiscal consolidation efforts under the IMF program. However, the central bank will likely seek to lower interest rates to stimulate economic activity. Now, senior finance lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School, Dr. Benjamin Amo, is asking banks to support other sectors of the economy as they gradually bounce back. According to him, profitability of local banks should complement the efforts of other sectors to drive economic growth. Dr. Amo spoke to Joy Business. It is the banks returning to profitability simply from the DDEP, but for the DDEP, banks in Ghana have been one of the most comfortable entities when it comes to reporting in terms of profit. It is just for this DDEP. So now that we are gradually getting out of the DDEP, banks are going to go back to their pre-DDEP performance, which has been profit, profit, profit. Look, you can look at the bank's performance, and for almost 15, 20 years, there has not been a loss. That is what the banks normally report. So... The DDEP was just a one-off event, what we call low-frequency, high-impact event that affected the banking sector. But the banks will recover, and very soon we are going to see profit level. The issue is how does it translate into the other sectors of the economy? See, if the banks are the ones making all the profits, but then the other sectors of the economy are not making good returns on their investment, then they also said there's a disconnect. Because the banks do business with the other sectors of the economy. So how come the banks are reporting good profits and the other sectors of the economy are complaining? That is a disconnect that we need to look at and see how best we can address. It's not only the banks, but then the banks together with the other sectors of the economy also report good profits going forward. Now, economist Dr. Ishmael Yamsen has described the former Minister of Sanitation's $1 million saga as disappointing. According to him, this could impact negatively on efforts to encourage more people to keep monies in the bank. Dr. Yamsen adds that government should try and lead by example. I was not just worried, but I, I was disappointed. Wow. Uh, well, I don't want to go into not, not the, the, I mean, the whole idea about... But the whole idea of so much money mm-hmm. uh, sitting in somebody's home. Yeah. And I've heard so many explanations, council of wealthy home, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That is not the answer. But because it has been who's, uh, hugely politicized, yeah. we are hearing all manner. But let me tell you that. For many, many, many years, Ghanaians chose to keep their monies outside the banking sector. Why? And yesterday, or two days ago, I was surprised that the governor, the governor uh, expressed worry that so much money should be found in a home. Yeah. I, know she, I know he was also very careful, uh, about, careful about how, how far he could go. <laughs> About 10, about 10, 12 years ago, a great effort was made to get Ghanaians saved. The savings and loans, hmm, they did a lot to bring monies into the banking sector. They 
the likes of uh, UT banks and all the rest of it, they all, the, particularly the Ghanaian mm. uh, banks. Then came the collapse of the economy. So those experiences have already um, shocked the 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 the, the um, confidence in the of sector. individuals in the banking system. And the and the fund have said this clearly that rebuilding uh, in uh, confidence in the financial sector is going to be critical in the recovery of the economy. So. Does it mean that some people have always known that there was going to be the GDP and therefore they took their money before the likes of us suffered mm. or what? So it is, it is bad for Ghana. And especially if it happens that they are not ordinary people, but they are politicians, mm. public mm. officers. Mm -hmm. I I don't know the facts, and I don't know mm -hmm. that is, mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But the mere fact mm -hmm. that you were a public officer, and it appears she might not be in the reports coming out even suggest that there are more sure. public officials so, who are in that. Practice. Exactly. So you are telling us ordinary people go and put your money in the bank, but you have decided that for some reason you won't put your money in the Ghanaian banks. Mm one of our headline stories and in an unprecedented fashion finance minister ken Foriata is meeting members of parliament to discuss the mid-year budget review set to be presented on monday joinees understands the leadership of parliament and the minister agreed to this meeting to avoid surprises on monday parliamentary affairs correspondent kweku asante joins us with details kweku has this meeting ended and what are we learning Badly, the meeting ended about 15 to 20 minutes ago. The finance minister just walked out. Actually, showed the mic to him to speak to what kind of agreements he's had with members of parliament. He did not speak to it. But we know that mainly what this meeting covered was mainly issues about statutory funds, uh, GET fund, um, common fund in particular, and the finance minister's inability to release money to these statutory funds so that they can work. In fact, MPs are very concerned that they are not getting the share of the common fund to do developmental issues and it's getting to the next election without which some of them are afraid that they may lose the next election. So that was such a big concern today that they had to discuss that. But like you said in the introduction, quite unprecedented because yeah. this is not something that we normally see. MPs are usually the last, just like all of us, to see the media budget review mm. or the, the budget itself, just like any other person, except perhaps the leadership on the majority side. But the finance minister tries to engage both sides to let them know that these are the kind of issues we are bringing. My understanding is that the, the finance minister is not committing to whether or not he will bring supplementary estimates. Okay. We understand that is a conversation that is still being had. And on Monday, if there's any agreement between cabinets and all those who matter in this conversation, if there are supposed to be further estimates to come to the floor. Mm. MPs are concerned that if the statement is to be read, for each break on Thursday, the concern is that there may not be enough time. And so they wanted to trash that out with the finance minister. That is the first leg having to do with federal estimates. MPs are also concerned about 
the capping of funds, statutory funds that have been capped and government have been using part of the funds to do other things. MPC, we expect something in this media budget review to address those concerns. Again, MPC say that they want to hear something about the IMF deal. Since it was done, some MBC MPs in particular have been asking the minister to come to the floor to brief MPs on what exactly the deal with the IMF is and how it impacts the overall country. At one point, the finance minister was expected to do so, but at that, on that day, the minority had boycotted sitting. The finance minister himself was not on the floor. The minister of state, um, Mohamed Amin Adam, represented the minister and answered questions. At the back of the order paper, some information had been provided in terms of the IMF deal. Because the minority were absent and the majority were also not in their numbers, that could not be discussed. And so it is expected to feature heavily in this new media budget review. The final point having to do with taxes, again, no confirmation as whether or not there will be new taxes. In fact, when Parliament was resuming from its break, um, the majority chief with Frank Anodompre made a post on Twitter to suggest that there may be some new revenue measures that were coming in. The whole of this Parliament, no such new taxes have been laid on the floor of the House. And so concerns are whether or not government will be laying new tax or revenue measures. There's also no confirmation on that. And so the meeting was lasted a little close to two hours. Both sides believe that it was productive and they've been able to get what they expected from that. And they are all coming in on Monday to now finally hear from Finance Minister Kenofuyata what exactly are the intricacies of the media budget review. So what time are we expecting the minister in parliament? Well, so the minister is expected to brief the House at 10 a.m. on Monday. That is the normal time that this presentation will be done. In fact, it may drag on a little bit because sometimes even at 10 a.m. the minister may not have arrived. Or even if he may have arrived, some backroom conversation will be had before he will come, he will come into do this presentation, but the tentative time that has been scheduled mm. is Monday, 10 a.m. And I've been speaking with some members of parliament in terms of what exactly they expect of the finance minister ahead of the media budget. If you have that in set, we can listen to some NDC MPs in particular who wants the government, the finance minister, to commit to cutting government expenditure and also to commit to giving the statutory funds all that they need to be able to do their business. From what uh, we are hearing, will there be anything new with respect to the economic policy? Can you, can you repeat that? From what we are hearing, will there be anything new with respect to the economic policy? Definitely. In fact, this is, this is the time for the finance minister to reject the whole economy. Mm. In fact, since the IMF deal was signed, the government has not had enough time to brief the country on how this deal works the IMF is going to affect the country's current finances. We've heard from the, 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 the Venerable Ismail Yamsen, who's already said that this is the worst economic crisis he has ever seen. And he is a fairly old person. And so if he's lived for 60 plus years, and this is the worst economic crisis he has seen, then governments need to reject the figures to be able to meet the current needs. And so we expect new policy announcements, policy shifts that will assured the populace that government is really on top of the situation now and they are going to be able to change and stem the, the, the tide currently as we have it. So in terms of economic policy, much is going to change. What we cannot confirm is whether or not there will be new taxes and whether or not there will be some major shift in terms of these policies.
So that's our parliamentary affairs correspondent, Kweku Asante, giving us details of the meeting between the finance minister and some members of the parliament. Uh, we'll definitely bring you more on that on Monday when the minister is expected to appear in parliament to give us the mid-year budget review. This is still Business Live on Joy News Channel with me, Beverly Broome. We'll go for a quick break. We'll be back with more. Please stay with us. Welcome to join his desk. My name is Aisha Brian. Let me tell you, there's not a small job at all. What can you report from the fund? And welcome to join his desk. My name is Aisha Brian. Let me tell you, there's not a small job at all. What can you report from the fund? The people have invested their the fruits of their excellence. And answers will be decayed. Free debit card save while you spend and an amazing chance to double your salary. A and even more consolation rewards in the EcoBank double salary promo reloaded Vimwo this EcoBank salary account sounds interesting what do you think Ayara uh, uh, but maybe next time Charlie you know what I had to go shine my shoe hey. yo myself I had to go check my BP we going up never go down and we stay flat Open an EcoBank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the EcoBank Double Salary Promo Reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. This promo is under the supervision of the National Lottery Authority under the Caritas Lottery Platform. The second clinic of the 2023 edition of the EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair promises to excite patrons in many ways. The West Hills Mall will host all relevant players in the housing and construction industry in Ghana from Friday 4th to Sunday 6th August 2023 from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. This year's exhibition is under the theme Home Ownership, Affordability, Comfort or Luxury. Visit the clinic and engage the providers in the housing value chain on all your housing needs, be it financing, land acquisition, rent to own, outright purchase, roofing, lighting, electronic appliances, home security, or home furnishing. The EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair is your one-stop shop for everything housing. To register as an exhibitor, please call 0244-260-653. There will be daily giveaways by the sponsors to visitors at the fair. The EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plant City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats, Rent to Own, and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Construction Limited, where quality meets value. Syntex tanks, a strong, a tough. EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair, affordability, comfort, or luxury.
Welcome back. This is still Business Live on the Joy News Channel. Now, economist Dr. Ishmael Yamsen is casting doubt over the World Bank's projection of Ghana's economy recovering by 2025. The business strategist says he doesn't think that government is prepared to take undertake the strict reforms that could help Ghana achieve the feat in two years. Even in the last month or so, you, you would have seen a plethora of taxes, new taxes that have been imposed. On who? On the, on the, the companies and individuals who are supposed to rebuild the economy. Unless, unless they say government is the one going to rebuild the economy. But I know, and I'm sure you know, that government does not have the funds to rebuild this economy. That government has to partner the private sector in a practical way, very practical way, mm -hmm. to, to rebuild this economy. Mm -hmm. And for me, until, until such time that that sinks into the minds of our politicians, we go nowhere. You know, <laughs> for instance, you, you, you just said something very interesting. Um, the government, I have heard many things that have been said. We have placed emphasis on raising revenue. I haven't heard, and particularly from government, what exactly they are going to do to cut expenditure, mm -hmm. from which areas and by how much. Mm -hmm. We know that our problem has been that all over these years we have spent more than we have raised by way of revenue. People always tell us, oh, but Ghana is not uh, raising enough revenue. The GRA revenue figure will show you that they have been growing around 17% over the last five years per annum. Mm. So if we are still in a crisis, then it means that the bigger issue is the expenditure that government mm. undertakes. Because if you look at the graph, and we, we did it three days or so ago, since 1992, since 1992, we've never run mm. a balanced budget. Mm. Not even to say that a balance with a surplus. surplus. So it means that we have consistently spent more than we are, we, we, the revenue we raised. Mm -hmm. And why? And I can give you a hundred reasons why. And that's why I say that the, 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 the bank will be robust mm -hmm. and the fund will be robust. And all these guys will be robust and hope that the government will do what they promise that they are going to do. But until I see it happen, I, I don't believe that we, by 2025, this economy will be showing any great signs of full recovery. Now, in a related development, senior finance lecturer Seram Kawa agreeing to the accession says government needs to take tough decisions to propel the economic development of the country. To achieve this, he is urging government to cut expenditure and raise more revenue. I would have to agree with the learned um, economist that for us to propel the economic development of the country, we need to take some tough decisions, decisions that will enable to the benefit of the country, that we need to cut down expenditure, raise enough revenue, 
if you are not raising the revenue, but our expenditure is always uh, going up, it means that we are not going to work. Over the years, government has been having talk shows, workshops that are not practically implemented. The private sector, we've been told, is the engine of growth. But then the government partnering with private sector turned out not to be something that is working, especially in the area of one district, one factory. And so if we continue putting more tax on the already burdened individuals and businesses that we have in the country, then that development will not work. And we have been calling for practical steps to ensure that the things that we talk about are really working, but we don't see that happening. Myself, I do not think that government would reduce the expenditure, especially in the election year. We have already seen government appointees moving around the country, campaigning to be elected as flag bearer of their various uh, parties. And if you look at the convoy and the expenditure that these individuals undertake over time, it's worrying. And it will be more worrying in the uh, election year 2024. But what will happen is that, yes, there will be a kind of control over the expenditure that will be done. Government can hide behind the social intervention policies and spend. Uh, free SHS is there. They can use some of these things, leave, and then you don't know the beneficiaries of leave and how they receive the money. And so we, we still need to monitor government. And if we really have our country, Ghana, at heart, then we need to come out with programs that will benefit the country. The private sector can be partnered in doing some of the things. And that's our package for tonight. For more business news, you can log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business and Beverly Broom. I leave you with news making headlines on the international front.